This is Reimagine Law, a podcast about legal education and careers to help students navigate their career choices. Welcome to episode four of Reimagine Law, where we're going to be exploring the apprenticeship route into the legal profession. Now, Nigel, Simon and I are delighted to be joined by Maya Taylor and Mohammed Morali from Kennedy's Law. Welcome to you both. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, first of all, Mohammed, I wonder if you could help us with a bit of an overview of what the apprenticeship route actually is, and maybe you could help us with what stage during that uh, you're at. So the apprenticeship programme is relatively new. Uh, it's a, a brand new pathway into the, the legal sector, uh, like a refreshing way of sort of qualifying into being a solicitor. Um, so the structure of it, in particular with Kennedy's, the firm I work for, in partnership with BPP University, um, the structure of it consists of a two-year paralegal apprenticeship, which is being the first part of that. Um, gives you the quali- qualification of a uh, certificate of a higher education at level four um, and enables you to practice as a paralegal following that. Um, after completion of that, you have the opportunity to apply and hopefully succeed into becoming a solicitor apprentice, which uh, Maya is now. So that's a four-year program. Perhaps she could shed a little bit more light on that. Yes, um, I have completed my paralegal apprenticeship at Kennedy's. So I've done two years with the firm um, and completed that. And I'm now halfway through my first year as a solicitor apprentice. So I've actually, um, I'm in the um, previous year's cohorts. I've actually got four and a half years left until I'm fully qualified with my degree. So that's how far I am through the apprenticeship. Fantastic. Thanks, Mary. And thanks, Mohammed, for, for that context. So I'm going to ask you both now to take a step back in time. Uh, and I, I'm going to uh, uh, really like to understand why did you decide to go down the uh, apprenticeship route? So, Mayor, if I can just start with you, do you want to just share with us a little bit about why you made that decision? Yeah, of course. Um, well, when I was in sixth form and deciding what I wanted to do with the next three, four, five years of my life, I kind of knew that I didn't want to spend the next three years solely in education. I Um, I do consider myself to be quite studious, but not as studious to see myself enjoying three years of straight law. Um, So I wanted to find an approach that was more hands-on and allowed me to really see what I was learning in an actual working environment. So I found the apprenticeship route and just thought it sounded absolutely perfect. I'm a very visual learner, so I learn through doing. Um, So I really decided that this was the way that I was going to get into law. Um, and learn the way of the law in real life. Um, so that's the main reason why I decided on an apprenticeship. Um, secondly, I had heard the pretty terrifying statistic that only um, one third of law graduates actually got a job in law. That was what was going around when I was um, getting into university and applying for university, which was quite scary because I knew I wanted to work in a law firm. So an apprenticeship was the way for me to to straight away start my legal career and kick it off working in a law firm and working with real lawyers and real clients. So that's why I chose the apprenticeship route. Two pretty great reasons, uh, Maya. So thank (laughs) you very much. Mohammed. what about you? What was your reason for going down the apprenticeship route? For me, it's not not too far to look back. Um, I'm only in my first year of my paralegal apprenticeship. Uh, and I sort of made my intention to go down the apprenticeship route in my third year of sixth form, which you usually don't hear most people knowing that sixth form is two years. 
So I, in my first instance, had to sort of retake my A-levels. Um, I'd always had the intention of studying law um, at an undergraduate level. Uh, however, I was introduced to the apprenticeship program um, whilst I was retaking my uh, A-levels. And the reason I did it was, um, similarly to Maya, she understands the, the difficulty in finding a training contract and the statistics are scary also. Um, and more importantly, people who study a law degree don't necessarily go into studying law. But my, my intentions of becoming and qualifying as a solicitor were, were cemented at that time. And I, I saw this as an opportunity to sort of get a lead in the rat race. Um, I'm a firm believer in the fact that that one of the greatest lies told to our generation right now is life is not a race. And I feel like you really do need to get your foot ahead, get your foot in the door and start running. Fantastic. Okay. Thank you. And and the the um the apprenticeship route is is still not uh, a heavily known one to uh, in terms of the the legal profession. So when you decided you wanted to go down the apprenticeship route, and Mohammed, I'm going to start with you on on, on this one. When you decided to go down the apprenticeship route, um, because it's not a hugely common route, uh, who was the toughest individual or groups you had to convince this was the right uh, uh, the, the right route for you? So who was you, who, yeah? Who did you have to start practicing your uh, uh, influencing skills early? Uh, uh, um, with uh, uh, when you made the decision you made? That's actually a pretty great question. I think it applies to me directly because I have a straight answer for that one. And it was definitely my dad, who's quite old school in terms of he thinks he needs to go to university to get that traditional degree and do it properly and to get a profession. So firstly, explaining the apprenticeship program and how it worked um, was probably the most beneficial aspect of that. But again, being my dad... <laughs> You had to sort of be a lawyer before even being a lawyer to sort of um, convince him that this was a route, this was a, a certified route which would, would which would propel me um, further and sort of make up the year that both him and I had felt I'd lost by retaking. Brilliant. Okay. Thank you. And and Maya, how about you? Um, who who was the, the the toughest crowd you had you had to uh, convince? <laughs> Well, I come from a tiny little town in Lincolnshire, which is where I lived before I moved to London and started my apprenticeship. And in Lincolnshire, the only apprenticeships you hear of are apprenticeships to uh, be an electrician or to be a builder or something that's in the trading business, which is quite different to the legal sector. So none of my teachers or the school knew anything about um, professional apprenticeships. So my school was very skeptical about it. They didn't really entertain the idea um, of an apprenticeship for, um, you know, uh, a university point of view uh, because they were very much um, focused on all their students going to university. Um, they wanted a certain percentage of their students to go to university and get a higher education. So they were quite hard to convince the apprenticeship was the right um, way for me. And my friends as well were quite sceptical because they had in their minds that the university experience was something which you'll never, you know, have again in your life. Um, but since then, I've just gone up to their universities and, you know, lived the party lifestyle with them and then come home to my lovely job and not had to deal with um, all the negatives of student life. So um, they were the hardest groups for me to um, convince is the best group for me. Fantastic. Thank you. Because I'm... Um... You know, it, it's sad that you've got to convince people to go down that route. Um, but I think it's really <laughs> yeah. important in recognising that sometimes that does need to, you know, that does need to happen because the awareness of apprenticeships isn't great enough. Um, and, and, 
I'm going to put you slightly on the spot here, Maya, so apologies because you don't know this question is mm-hmm. coming. Um, <laughs> but, but those detractors uh, now, then, how do they kind of feel now about the, what you are doing and what they see you achieving? I mean, my friends are all a little bit envious, I think, um, because um, as you may not be aware, you do get paid a salary alongside your apprenticeship and um, your university degree is entirely paid for by the government and your employer. So I am in no university debt, which is fantastic, whereas all my friends will be in 40 to 50 grand of debt. And yeah, I'm still getting a full university education. So they're quite jealous. Um, and also I now live in London, which was um, an aspiration of mine from when I was very, very little. And I was able to move out at 18, which, um, all down to the apprenticeships. So I think everyone has gone back on their word a little bit, which is fantastic. Good for you. Uh, good for you. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, so Mohammed, next one for you. Um, what surprise you know you both of you have been really clear this is the route you wanted to go down which is which is great but what surprised you most about uh, going down the apprenticeship route embarking on an apprenticeship becoming an apprentice what one thing would you say has surprised you most so Mohammed first of all uh, for, for you what surprised you most I think for me what surprised me was um, how much more of an apprentice I was rather than a student uh, I came into the apprenticeship feeling like I would just be treated um, similar to a schoolboy, um, but seen as a really junior member of the firm. Um, perhaps not, not not taken seriously, but not regarded as someone who could deal with um, high level of responsibility. But to my surprise, I was treated uh, like someone who's responsible, treated them as as an adult, uh, uh, as you'd imagine in a law firm. And I was taken into the team, introduced to everyone, and I was given a real uh, a piece of of the work that we do, and um, given an autonomy of um, sort of undertaking it so I think that really developed me as a person boosted my confidence and and really gave me a sort of a light at the end of the tunnel to the apprenticeship where I could see myself being at the end of it fantastic thank you and and Maya what about for you what surprised you most uh, uh on this journey you're on um, I agree with Mohammed. I um, walked into the law firm thinking I was also going to be treated as quite a low-level member of staff. But what's really surprised me about the apprenticeship is how much in- independence I've been given. Um, I have my own caseload and work on my own files. And I liaise with clients directly, which I was never expecting. I wasn't expecting to be able to do that until I was near the end of my apprenticeship, not within the first two years. So that really surprised me. Um, also, I work with all um, levels of the organisation of the firm. So I sit opposite a partner um, and work with him day to day, which is absolutely fantastic. I learn a huge amount from him, which I wasn't expecting at all. I was kind of expecting to be sat um, with the paralegals and only kind of be spending every day with them. So that was really surprising. Um, Another thing which did surprise me upon joining the firm was how many young people worked in the firm. I was kind I was expecting to be one of the only young people there, but there's actually a pretty good community of young people working at Kennedy's. Um, And I've managed to have quite a good social life with all of them, which I've been surprised by. I wasn't expecting that at all. That was great. Maya, Mohammed, maybe I could just jump in. Um, what area of law um, are each of you currently working in within the firm? Um, so I am in the travel team at Kennedy's. So I work on um, fast track cases um, 
and my client is a tour operator, quite a well-known tour operator. So I work on um, claims brought by guests at their hotels for gastric illness or injuries sustained and kind of um, things like that. And I also dabble in public liability claims as well. So for me, I work in the professional liability team. Uh, I mainly work with insurers, um, sort of insuring other professions such as solicitors, accountants, banks, and so on. Um, we mainly focus on dispute resolution. But again, I'm at the very beginning of my apprenticeship, so I can't comment in depth on um, sort of the work we do as I'm starting to understand it only myself now. But yeah, professional liability is the name of the game. Great. Thanks, Bay. Thanks. Great. Um, next question. So we're just over halfway through. So next next question, uh, and this one, uh, Mayor, let, let's start with you. Um, uh, one of the things, obviously, about being on an apprenticeship is you've got your uh, work to do, and, and you, you both mentioned, you know, really enjoying the fact that you're, you're doing real work and got real responsibility. How are you juggling and managing work with study? Uh, so just talk to us a bit about how you make that uh, uh, work okay. Well, the program we have with BPP is fantastic because they reserve Mondays as, well, uh, my day off is Mondays um, to study where we have online lectures and are given materials to look through on that day. So I only work at the firm four days a week and then Mondays are taken entirely to study, um, which really helps with the um, work-study balance. Um, and I also do have to say there is, it's not an easy route into, into law. It is difficult. The, um, workload is high and the study load is high. So I have found myself working on weekends and working, um, overtime after work in order to fit the study and the work in. So that is the reality of apprenticeships. Um, they're not an easy way. If anyone thinks that, then it's, it's incorrect. Um, so yeah, I have had to work overtime, but having the Mondays um, to study is really helpful. Thanks, Mayor, for that. And just for, for context, so BPP, they are what we call the training provider. So there's the pe- they're the people who deliver the, tra- the apprenticeship training for you. They're contracted by Kennedy's to do that. So they're the people who deliver it. And with all apprenticeships, um, you get what they call 20% off the job, which is time away from your data job for study, for learning. And it, obviously, it sounds like the way that happens for you, uh, Mayor at Kennedy's, is that one day a week, that Monday, that you get the opportunity to um, uh, to, to do that. So thanks for that, uh, uh, sharing how you manage it. And on that honesty about, uh, uh, you know, an apprenticeship isn't an easy ride. You, you, you've got a lot that you have to um, that you have to juggle. Mohammed, what about for you in terms of how are you managing that, doing your job and your learning? Yeah, so similar to my, my study day, as they call it, is on a Monday. Um, but then again, your team understands, um, my supervisor especially, she's very uh, comforting and always there to give through the development, understanding that I'm a student as well, at the same time as uh, being or practicing as a lawyer. Um, but yes, uh, I'd agree with Maya. It's not a piece of cake, um, especially I'd like to emphasize that point to prospective students who are looking into coming into the apprenticeship. <laughs> it is definitely not, not, not easy just to balance that workload. In some cases, I'd say it's way more intense than university. Um, you have a lot more responsibility, a lot more deadlines, being education and work side. Um, but yeah, it's important to sort of remember how the end goal at hand that you're you're gaining uh, that experience at the same time as education. And what's really important is um, something uh, a former apprentice um, sort of related to me is that you can really apply that education which you learn from that BPP university um, to your workplace, and that's really important. That 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 really shows you how you're developing, how your knowledge is growing. Thank you. That's really great. So, final question. 
um, uh, for you. So, Mohammed, I'm going to kick off with uh, with you. Um, uh, what one piece of advice would you give someone uh, when it comes to deciding on, uh, you know, the apprenticeship route and is it right for them? So what would be the one piece of advice, Mohammed, you would give someone you were talking to? Yeah, so similar to like leading on from what I was uh, saying just a minute ago, it's, it's not a piece of cake. You, you really do need to understand that you want to be a lawyer. If, you're, if, you're not, if your intentions aren't cemented into working into a top city law firm, and having that work ethic, that determination and that vision to, to become uh, who you can be, a solicitor at the end of the program, then I wouldn't really recommend it for you. Um, if, you if you're on the fence or you're not sure, um, then perhaps university is the better route just to cement your intentions. But if you do want to become a lawyer and you do want to go the extra mile and you want to be propelled ahead of all the other um, prospective lawyers going through the motions, then I'd say that um, give the apprenticeship a shot. Um, there may be concerns from various people in your, in your in your life, for example, family, friends, school. Um, but I think I'd kick that to the side and do what me and my did and take a leap of faith because you won't regret it. Fantastic. Thank you. And, and I'm reminded of that adage about nothing ever good comes easy. Um, so, Mohammed, thank you. And, and then finally... you have to buy a ticket to win the raffle. <laughs> uh, yeah, very good. And so, Maya, finally, for, from you, what advice would you give to someone... Uh, uh, when it comes to deciding on the apprenticeship route? So my best advice would be if you are torn between going to university or doing an apprenticeship or any other different route, I would advise just applying for apprenticeship roles and going through the application process and going through the interview process just to see what it's like. Um, I think that going through the interview process of different law firms really gave me a real insight into what working in a law firm would be like. Um, and on top of that, as well as finding out more about the apprenticeship by going through that route, I think it's really important to practice those life skills. Um, I learned a great deal about how to just apply for jobs and how to dress and um, for interviews and how to um, present myself for interviews from um, learning, you know, going through the application process for different apprenticeships. So I think you learn a great deal just from going through that. And I think it's the best way to get a real insight into the apprenticeship route and whether it's right for you. Thanks, Mine. I think, yeah, that's such a good point about going through that process. It doesn't commit you down that road, even if you get offered it. It doesn't force you to go down it, but it helps yeah, you exactly. learn more and, and hopefully be more sure in your mind that it's the right thing to do. Maya Mohammed, thank you so much. That was super, super insightful and, and uh, really honest of you to, to be really, uh, uh, yeah, about what the experience is actually like. So a really big thank you uh, to, to you both. Good luck with the journeys that you are on. Uh, and uh, um, uh, yeah, who knows, these podcasts could be running in years to come and we'll hear about your great success uh, uh, going forward. <laughs> so a, a really big thank you to you both. That was fascinating, really, really interesting and, and you know, great insight. And as someone who for about the past 15 years has always been trying to create experiential learning programs where we create things with placements and learning by doing, I'm a massive fan of, you know, as you as you described it, Mayor, actually, and Mohammed, both of you, you know, that, that lovely thing of almost the blend, as you say, of where it's a bit of work and it's applying the knowledge it, you know as you're going along which is which is wonderful you know it's a really nice way to be um i think um and so fran i know we always like to um we always like to end with a couple of actions so i was just going to pick out actually one thing for the each of you said actually one of the one thing is perhaps for our listeners to think about and one of them is actually to do so 
So the one thing to think about, I thought, and Mayor, this was uh, coming back to something you said, where I was struck by that thought of how do I learn? And, you know, you said you're thought about that very consciously in terms of deciding which pathway you went down. So I guess, I guess that, you know, I guess my thought there, Simon, is, is, is to think, how do I learn and how does that inform the route I'm at and the pathway I may take? And I, and I just thought that really struck me from today, Maya, when, when, you, when you said that, you know, that thing. So how do I learn and how does that inform the pathway I might take? So that's a reflection one, Fran. So that's a reflection one. And we always like to have a doing one. So I'll go for a doing one now as well. And Mohammed, I was really struck near the beginning, actually, of your thought of actually, you know, when you said about life question, is life a race or not? You know, and you said life perhaps is a race and we need to get going on the race. So I'm going to give, give, give everyone, Fran, someone, something to do here and say, who can you ask to find out the race you want to run? Which again was your phrase, Mohammed. You know, which re- race do I want to run? Because I need to run a race and get going on my race. But what's the right race for me to get involved with? So that's the, that's my question, Fran. You know, what, what? So there's a doing one for us based on your your lovely your lovely phrase there, Mohammed. So uh, so they're my two thoughts, Fran. Fantastic. Thanks, Nigel. We'll make sure that we put those in the show notes so that listeners um, can, can see those actions as well. Um, Maya, Mohammed, thank you so much. That was really, really interesting. I have definitely learned a lot and I can already picture Mohammed's dad. And, and, and Maya, I love the fact that you describe your study day as a day off. You know, wow. <laughs> that says everything that you were both saying about how hard the apprenticeship route actually is. And, you know, I've been thinking a bit about um, the context of what you're saying. Um, in terms of SQE and the changes that are coming in um, with that route to qualification. But um, hey, we're getting into a whole nother episode here, I think. Um, so let's leave it there for today. Um, thank you both so much for joining us. And thank you, Simon and Nigel. Um, and we do hope that you listen in to our next episode. Bye. Bye.